This is the Matters of Influence podcast, creating awareness and alignment today to become your best self tomorrow. With your hosts, Debbie Frapp and Terry Foster Nowland. All right, we are ready and we are live. All right, we're gonna do we're gonna do something a little different this time. Yeah, we're on a roll, aren't we? We are. We're yeah. on a roll. You know, it's um we we reviewed on our last podcast, we reviewed 2020, what our podcasts yep. were, the journey that we went on. Mm-hmm. Kick in your new year with some great questions. Hopefully, those were uh, mm-hmm. valuable to you. Uh they're valuable to us. Uh, we're using them and yeah. I'm letting it take us into the next year. And Debbie, I did a, a, um, interview with Debbie, um, and we, you know, in December, and we talked a little bit, um, about the word trauma, which mm-hmm. you'd like hang up right now and not listen to that. Right. Just <laughs> because today's podcast title is healing matters. Yeah. And, right. um, For those of you that don't know Debbie's background, she's got, you know, huge experience in, um, um, you know, the emotional side of healing and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, she heals me a lot mentally (laughs) and you do the same for me (laughs) that she works with. Right. And so today we're going to talk about healing matters coming off the cusp of 2020 and still not quite over everything. And are we ever over anything? I think that's part of the mindset of healing, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's go off of this, right? Let's go. Yeah. Well, I think the word trauma is really interesting because a lot of times people think that in order to be traumatized or to be um, to have trauma in their life, it's catastrophic. um, I think is the, is the idea. And, you and I have had the pleasure of, of listening to Miles. Um, what is Miles' last name? Adcock? Adcock. Um, and he runs a treatment facility in Tennessee called Onsite. And he defined it beautifully. Um, and, and I think that the definition of trauma is really what I want to start with and what's so helpful. And he defined it as anything that overwhelms our ability to feel secure. Yes. Right? Right. And, and so let's, we could dig in on that. So let's think about 2020. I mean, I don't know about you, Terry, but I didn't see that one coming. Okay. Um, I I didn't see, if you would have told me, um, you know, even five years from now, um, Hey, there's going to be a year in which you, you you know, you're all going to be wearing masks because there's going to be a pandemic. I would have just, I would have probably said to somebody and you need to come into the 21st century. Hello. Yeah. It's not going to happen right? Not going to happen. So um, anything that is unexpected um, can cause us trauma. Um, It's we couldn't see it coming. Um, That's that's one way. Mm -hmm. Um, You mentioned the emotions, the intensity of the emotions. Um, And and we have to remember that if we're dealing with baggage, we have unresolved emotions or baggage. You can have an emotion today, but because of the baggage, it's like magnified and it's intensified. Yes. So we've got people that may be dealing with grief or maybe dealing with some other emotions and then 2020 happened and it's just like, it magnified everything. And everything. I get on that, that it, this came up on a call and I used this analogy this last week. So I want to share a really quick. So yeah. um, 
unexpected events that, like you said, might be coming or being intensified is like when I pack to go to the beach and my suitcase keeps keeping, keeps getting fuller and fuller and fuller. And it's so full. I may need to put a band around it to hold it together. Right. Or it is too fat. And then when they, the, it, what happens when the uh, airlines throws it on the baggage cart? What, what could happen? Oh, it busts open. Bus open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He could have busted that open. Yep. And you may or may not know it. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. They're just in the emotion of it. Right. And that, and that emotion is so um, intense. And then, you know, I, I think one of the other things is that when we feel insecure and isolation is another, um, we feel isolated. Well, we physically have been isolated. I mean, you and I were just talking, it's been almost a year since you and I have seen each other in person. Right. And we and were- together. Humans were meant for, we are, we're meant for connection. We're meant to, to be together. And so we feel isolated. And then what's isolating us even more in this traumatic event is we're not talking about how we're feeling isolated, right? We're just, we're just trying to get through it and we think everybody's going through it. So we don't talk about it. And that's isolating uh, some of us even more, right? Because we're not talking about it. Um, Even just, there's still people that I truly believe, um, really feel like this isn't as big as it is. Yeah. And it doesn't start becoming as big as it is until you're personally affected by it. Uh, well, very true. Very true. Stories mm-hmm. this week. Yeah, absolutely. What's happened. Absolutely. And then anytime there's an event and you don't feel like you have any strategies or resources to navigate through it, that can be trauma. Mm-hmm. And we didn't, we didn't. I mean, all of a sudden you couldn't work. You couldn't go to the grocery store. You couldn't, like there were things that you couldn't do and you didn't have a strategy or any resources. Now, a lot of us got, we got really resourceful very quickly, right? And yet anytime that we um, have something happen and we don't feel like we have any strategies or resources, it's debilitating. And that's trauma. That's trauma. One of the things too, that makes us very different from the Great Depression is that in, immediately when we saw this coming and we needed resources and strategies, technology helped us. Yes. And microphones are all being delivered, have been delivered to the front door, right? Right. Food, food. Everybody has stepped up from a business perspective and is delivering everything to your front door. Mm-hmm. statement. And then mm-hmm. you might have starved. That's right. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it really is. It really is. So, um, so what, what are some of the things that we can kind of do, I think, to kind of get through this? First of all, just be aware that all of us have had a degree of trauma as we've gone through 2020. Yeah. There, there's nobody that's immune from the, from the trauma. So we're all traumatized. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so first of all, how can we, how can we navigate through that? Well, the first thing is let's just normalize it a little bit. And what I mean by that is whatever it is that you're experiencing and whatever your experience of 2020 has been is valid. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's valid. valid. Um, it's, it's your, it's your story. It's your um, it's the way that you've worked through it. You've navigated. It is your story. And so let's normalize that. That's your story. Don't deny it. Nope. Not at all. Just deny it because that's packing it all back in and that's just making that baggage fatter. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, yeah, it's more likely to bust open for sure. So yeah, do that. Um, and you know, we've, we've talked about, probably the Kubler and Ross is, is the model that most people 
really know about uh, grief, right? The stages of grief. Mm. We have to recognize that we are grieving. Yes. We're grieving the way that our life used to be. We're grieving the way that we did our life, the way that we we're grieving, not being able to see family and friends. We're, we're grieving freedom. We're grieving freedom. Absolutely. And every single one of us is experiencing that. Some of us are dealing with those stages of grief. We're running through the whole cycle of them all day long and sometimes multiple days, um, multiple times a day, because everything it's like, how many times have you heard, man, I just want things the way they used to be. That's a, that's a real good clue, right? That we're not accepting the reality that it can't be. Um, It's, there is no going back. Um, We have been changed forever and we didn't ask for the change, but we've been changed forever. Yeah. Yeah. Did we say what the five stages of grief are was really? Um, We did not. Uh, Denial, um, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. And I love what you said earlier about depression. So what it is. Yeah. Depression is intense sadness and it can, but it's the, it's the kind of sadness that a lot of times debilitates us. So I'm not just talking about being clinically um, depressed and being diagnosed. Okay. We all experience depression um, in our lives. It's just a matter of, um, can we navigate ourselves through that? Sometimes people get stuck right there. Okay. So Um, the action plans for just kind of monitoring yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, you know, we've got to pay attention to not only what, what are we experiencing? What are we feeling? Yeah. Um, and, and be, um, be aware of that and because again, whatever, whatever you're feeling, don't judge it. Um, the emotion is, is the emotion and it is what it is. Don't judge it. It's, it's, it's real and it's yours. Yeah. And, and we've really got to listen to ourselves. We have to, when we find ourselves behaving, we have to ask, is this behavior out of habit or is this out of choice? Okay. Yeah. Because our brains will automatically run a, want, want to run the habit. Okay. Oh, this is how I deal with this. And because the habits that were based on past experiences yeah, and not on how do I move forward? Because we, in a lot of ways, we don't know how to move forward because it's a new event. So we have to be making choice. So listen to yourself and ask yourself, am I behaving right now that out of habit or am I behaving out of choice? Yeah. Because I choose and we react and we're going to keep reacting the same way over and over again until we listen to ourselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Um, And that's, that's really how we can begin to navigate through that. And I think this is not just about how we're thinking about things. So the mindset piece of it, it's also how our heart's involved. Yeah. Right. Um, and there she is. Um, my, she is totally agreeing with me and her timing is always impeccable. Right. Um, we're agreeing with the heart. So, um, yeah. Um, and, and so in summary, I mean, I think we have to embrace that there's a new way of doing things. We've got to embrace that we're all, we've all been through a trauma. We're still going through a trauma. And, and have awareness that that's what we're experiencing. Yeah. Because I think when we can do that, we can be a little bit more sensitive to those around us and realize that they're experiencing a trauma as well. Mm-hmm. And it, we may be dealing with it in totally different ways. And yet we're all traumatized. We're all going we, through that. 
We are. And to understand how we were totally built, right? Mm -hmm. Like you mentioned when you and I talked about this earlier, and I had forgotten about this. When you talk about the uncertainty in the brain and how your brain protects you and fight or flight, talk a little bit about what happens when your brain starts protecting you, the blood flow, the brain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's really eye-opening. Well, so anytime that we have um, uncertainty, it's like the brain gets an error message, right? Something is not right. What's going on? And oftentimes, if not always, it will put you into a fight or flight situation. Um, and you're going to respond in a fight or flight. Um, your, your higher level thinking capacity actually gets shut down because your, your brain sends all of your energy and your blood flow and everything else to your limbs. Because you're either about to need to run like crazy because a dinosaur is chasing you, right? Um, or you're going to have to fight. Okay. Or you're going to freeze. You're going to totally freeze up. And that's that fight or flight response, right? We've got to be able to figure out how do I, what do, what do I need to do? So the brain is protecting us to go, okay, uncertainty, error message, bam. And, and that automat, that's automatic, by the way, we don't control that. Yeah. So when we're dealing with uncertainty, that's the, that's exactly what happens to our brain because our brain is going to try to fix it. And when you stay in uncertainty, paralyzing yourself and the ability to plan, prep. Oh, absolutely. Move forward because you're in fight, you're in fight or flight. Yeah, you you can't, you can't even, the higher level capacity is not even available to you. Okay. You can't logically think your way through it because your brain has said, sorry, going to save that energy so that you can run or fight, right? That's basically... That's what we're doing. And so we have to recognize our, our, our bodies have been so incredibly designed and, and that's what we're going through as we do that. I love that. I just love that. I wanted you to get that in because for those, uh, the, for those of us that get stalemated in our thoughts and we can't find mm-hmm. planning and dreaming and moving forward, it's because our body is possibly anxious. Sure. Or- we're protecting ourselves from something we're really fearing. It could be job loss, right? It could be sickness in our family. Absolutely. And all of our energy to deal with that versus this beautiful brain that we've been given to plan, mm-hmm. create mm-hmm. Yep. You know, all those things. And Absolutely. I that was appropriate. So don't yep. let it steal, mm-hmm. you know, the big plans and dreams that you're right. Right. And, and, you know, one of the really quick things that people can do, if you find yourself in that situation um, and, and you'll feel it because your, your, um, your breathing becomes um, sometimes um, accelerated, your heart rate is pounding, right? So just, you know, what that feels like when you're in it and your body does. And so now your central nervous system has all been activated, right? Because that's, that's what controls all that blood flow and everything. And one of the best ways that you can learn to um, make the choice to not be paralyzed in that um, is to breathe. And I know that sounds so simple. And what, but what I'm talking about is really breathe so that your central nervous system can be quieted down so that then you can bring those higher level thinking capacities back, um, back up. Right. So it's kind of like, imagine your computer screen. Okay. I'm going to shut it down so that then I can bring it back up and then everything will be open again so that I can start working. That's kind of what we're doing to our brain. You know, it's funny because in the last class we just took together virtually, but you know, right. Yeah. Positive positive intelligence. Um, 
interestingly enough, as weird as it felt, what they called reps, right? The gym and you do reps. Mm -hmm. Reps are what really takes you into settling yourself down because you're focusing on something as simple as the air moving through your nose. Absolutely. Or your toes touching the ground. Yep. Your fingertips touching together. Right. You guys want more information on that? uh, Let us know. You know, absolutely. Page, let us know. We can do like a little session on that or something around that. Absolutely. Well, what we're doing in those in those times is shutting is we have to create a different neural pathway because that habit that we were talking about earlier, we got to shut that off and we got to give it something else. And so and that's really kind of what we're talking about here. So you're kind of saying we're, we are in control. We are, we are. And, and the more awareness that we get, that we have and that we stop ourselves in the moment and go, ah, and, and that's exactly what I was talking about earlier. We got to listen to ourselves. Am I behaving right now out of habit or am I behaving on a choice? I love that. So in summary, the pandemic is not over. Nope. Nope. It's not. And we're not going back to the way it was before it hit. Okay. It's, we've been, we've been forever changed some for the good. Um, and some we're, we're, we're still grieving. Right. And, and we get to choose to create new opportunities and experiences for ourselves moving forward. Embrace those new ways of living and working. I Absolutely. think even though we work from home, we sure haven't been traveling as much. And that's maybe for a while. It may create a whole new world that we all live in, right? Yep, absolutely. For that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, the, the, just the last thing is we're all longing for hugs and more human contact and touch. And yet at the same time, we're curious about what will make us safe to be able to do that again. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm a hugger. Um you know that about me. It's just like, I hug, I hug everybody I meet. And we've got to be able to, um, to do that again and connect because we're, we're connecting that it's exactly where you started. We're connecting beings. So mm, I love it. Okay. All right. Well, for that again. So yeah. Paul. thank you guys so much for listening to the matters of influence podcast. We really, uh, we appreciate you so much. We're grateful that you're, you're here um, we hope you'll subscribe to the podcast, share it with friends, share it with family. This is the time where we're, we just want to give as much information as we can to help people uh, move through this life um, in their in their bright, shining brilliance um, that they that they all are. Yeah. So check, out, check us out on Facebook. Please find yep. us on Facebook. Please go to mattersofinfluence.com. There's some resources there. There is a great wheel that you can download, the Wheel of Life, where you can do an, your own self-assessment. And there are other resources. So if you're looking for training or coaching or anything like that in those areas or self-assessment areas, please respond to us and let us know. We'd be yeah. happy for the information. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, everybody, healing matters. Healing matters. Perfect. <laughs>